0: Ooh, welcome everyone to another episode of slasher scotty i am your host scotty mccoy and boy do i have a surprise for you i have on zoom with me right now Patrika darbo and she played nancy wesley on days of our lives and shannon per mateo in hatchet hi Patrika, how you doing i'm doing great thank you very much Thank you for uh, joining me. I'm very excited to have you on. We definitely have uh, two things we're talking about today. Days of Our Lives and Hatchet. Okay. So, and, but and also I also
1: remember I'm also a Bold and the Beautiful and other that
0: things. That is true. Uh, uh, I, I, of I'm things. a soap diva. <laughs> Absolutely. And you also starred in an episode of Roseanne, which I do have a question about that on this uh, podcast as okay. well. So okay. I'm excited about that. So the first question I got for you is how did you get your start into acting?
1: Well, my mother would say I came out of the womb acting uh, and, and called me Sarah Bernhardt most of my life. Um, uh, but we are products of some of the tragedies of childhood and, I, and I'm still here and I'm doing well. So I guess we're I'm barking. all right. But I did high school, college, uh, uh, community theater, which, which is also where I met my husband. And we were married 48 years this year. Nice. So uh, that's, I,
0: that's how I started out. That's awesome. So we'll go in right into the Roseanne question. I got one of those for you. So, of course, we know you as it, you appeared in an episode of Roseanne, part of Dan's Fantasy Lover. Um, so uh, what was it like working on that show?
1: Well, I mean, it was it was pretty nice. There, I, When I did it, there was a little bit of tension going on and stuff like that. People would do their stuff and then fly to their dressing rooms and things. <laughs> but in general, my experience was wonderful. She was very uh-huh. generous and kind to me. Um, And uh, the crew was wonderful. And um, so I had a great experience. And it's uh, as an actor there, I get these little residual checks to remind me that it was fun. So yes, <laughs> I awesome. had a good time. It was even better getting to play her in the Tom and Roseanne uh, show. So that's awesome. Yeah.
0: I, I remember because uh, my dad he's battling stage four brain cancer and uh, they uh, gave him a year and a half to, to live. And uh, this was four years ago. This year will be five years and he's still kick, you know, doing good so that's amazing and uh they actually he had a stroke right afterwards and uh then uh, right after brain surgery and they gave him 24 hours to live well they did another brain another uh another uh mri and here it turns out uh he woke up from his coma and everything like and his mri was completely different than the first one was like a total miracle which is i'm a firm believer
1: when your number's up your number's up but if it's not up exactly
0: exactly there's so much more to do here which uh brings me to my point that my dad hold
1: on to the promise yes
0: absolutely and my dad he uh is a big fan of roseanne we watch i i live in maryland and i drive it's about three hour drive every weekend to go home to visit him and my mom and uh, he's a big fan of roseanne and uh, he watches it we watch it together almost religiously every saturday together and when i said that i'm interviewing uh, Patrick darbo he's like that name sounds familiar. Wasn't she in Roseanne? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're right from Roseanne. And then my mom knows you from Days of Our Lives. She doesn't watch Days anymore, but she, uh, she, she watched it back when you were on, and she, she's a big fan of Days. And I've been watching it since about '95. I,
1: I've, I've met. I have so many fans that have become friends over the 20 years that that I've done participated in that show, and mm-hmm. I, um, it, it's kudos. It's a wonderful thing. It's a one of those things where you're in their homes every, my fans' homes every single day, and we become family. And uh, yeah. uh, sometimes I would not realize that when they were screaming Nancy, Nancy in an airport, that they were talking to me. I, I <laughs> it, it just, it never registered right away. So, uh, for anybody that I ignored, I apologize profusely. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I'm so glad you're able to be here because I am a huge fan of Days. I didn't watch today's episode yet, but I watched Days since 1995. I remember my very first storyline was the Marlena possession storyline. Well, do you? How did you get to see? Um,
1: uh, what am I trying to say? Christian doing the three movie series just recently on Lifetime. I haven't. I
0: have it taped, but I haven't watched it yet.
1: Well, she's, you know, she. She's wonderful in it, yes. you know. But you kind so oh, of go. That's not. <laughs>
0: I know. I heard she is a villain in this. Yes, uh, she's series. wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah, and I, I definitely want to see it. I have it taped on DDR, so I I want to watch it. I'm so busy. I have I have literally four interviews this week. I have two next week. It's crazy. Uh, well, so, but that's
1: good. That's growing yeah. your audience too. So that's absolutely congratulations. congratulations. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you. Um, so now going into Days, um, what was your audition like at, for Nancy Wesley on Days? I did not
1: have to audition.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: the casting director asked me at a party, a mutual, we were at a mutual friends party and Fran Bascom, may she rest in peace, asked me, she said, Patuka would you do a soap? And I went, of course I will. I said, you know, I'm an actor. I'm go- I, I live to perform. Yes, I do right. a soap. In my mind, I'm thinking I'm going on to serve beer and peanuts because mm-hmm. I'm not a size two. Well, I am. I have a zero after my two instead of in front of my two. So I had nothing was in my realm about being a soap person. <laughs> Just I'll be there a day and then I'm gone. Anyway, so uh, I got on there and then they introduced me to Kevin, who um, we kind of knew, but we didn't know. And he, he they, I was like. Husband, he, he's my husband. What? 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 They have the wrong person. They don't know who I am. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, they did have the right person. Um, we came on to just do a few episodes. And by the time we the first episode aired, we both had three year contracts. So nice. That is awesome. Uh, it was wonderful.
0: That is awesome. And I mean, you have so many memorable storylines. Uh, two that come to mind is the Chloe, um, you know, well, three actually that come to mind. Chloe, um, of course, getting in that automobile accident and like, you know, she's hiding her face from Brady Um, because you were really heavily involved with that, like trying to push her. To oh, my gosh. Brady. Then there
1: was with the scar and the person trying yep. to. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. And yes.
0: then an, another one I remember is the whole paternity, like the use being her parents. Like, you know, it's like you did. She I guess she didn't know at the time that you guys were actually her parents and that that whole thing. That was very sad. It was family.
1: it was that was a hard one, because that was where I was asking her to lie, because. Kevin, my husband, didn't know about it at all. That's right. Yes, and but it was a wonderful happy ending in finding out that what I thought, who I thought was her father, Mm -hmm. that I wanted no part of, um, wasn't. It was not him. It was Kevin was the father, and that made it nice. So that
0: was awesome. And then the other one, obviously, is the leukemia storyline. Wonderful Um, story.
1: That was. Written by uh, Paula Swickley. She's not there anymore. She was the head writer for a while and, and just a regular writer too. But mm-hmm. she was uh, was a wonderful storyline. It was her idea and it was really great stuff.
0: It really was good. It, it brought me tears. I mean, I was a kid at the time during that. I was probably maybe in my like preteens, teens teenager-ish. And it, it brought like tears to my eyes because like at that time it really introduced me to cancer and leukemia because not many people like, you know, really know that type of stuff until they're a teenager, you know, maybe unless they actually experience it in their family at a younger age, but uh it really brought that to me and it made it more real. And my mom explained it to me and she's like, it's just a soap. It's not real. And this is what it is. And you know, like what a good parent they, would
1: do. Yeah. They tried to They tried to get to, to address Shows that are going on in other people's lives so that people yeah. are all aware of kind of stuff. I, I always say right now, it would be great to come back to Salem with joy. Yeah. Who is probably a little resentful of her sister that, you know, thinking that she was yeah. only conceived be, to save her life and not, yeah. you know, so
0: Absolutely. it would be an
1: interesting thing. And she, um, would she would be like 18 or 19 now. So it would be yeah. kind of a interesting
0: that dynamics would be an interesting going dynamic, on there. Yeah. yeah. That would be really, really cool. I could, I would love to see that. So, yeah. yeah. What was the biggest challenge on bringing the character of Nancy Wesley to life? Uh,
1: well, it's good to be the bitch. Um, I am. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that um, uh, Kevin and I were not. We were not overtly evil, we were just manipulative. And right. if you allowed yourself to be manipulated, oh, too bad. So right. it was fun to be the villain. It was fun. It was
0: fun. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, so walk us through the process of on the filming schedule of days. Like, for example, is it fast paced? How many episodes are usually filmed in a day and all that stuff?
1: Well, we usually film one, one script a day, at least one show. And that is uh, generally the same size as a movie script. Wow. The number of pages we do, yeah. but we shoot it in a day, whereas a television script for an, um, the equalizer would take 10 to 15 days. Right. So um, I have great respect for everyone that I have met and worked with in the soaps because it's a lot of memorization and very you, you don't get a lot of second chances when you're Absolutely. performing because they have to get through an entire script in a day. So you may get one or two, maybe three takes, depending on sometimes it's not your fault. The camera was not in the right place mm-hmm. or you need to move to further to the right because we're getting something growing out of your head, you know, that kind of stuff. So in
0: right.
1: uh, those little tech things, but it was, yeah. um, you know, your call time may be six in the morning uh, and you get there, get in hair and makeup, you start shooting promptly at nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then of course the crew have to take their breaks as well. So, yeah. um, sometimes we can be end up getting into a day that's like, it's like eight o'clock before we're leaving. Um, and if you're filming a scene that's in the afternoon, you're there from six in the morning to that 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So they try to make sure they can schedule you better, but, um, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes they film two shows in a day where they're filming pieces of a show because they're taking place on the same set. So this makes it work. They can get these all shot right away, but that means you're learning three shows, not just one. So it's, it's a hard, hard as a performer because of the memorization and the, and the fast pace that it goes.
0: Right. And from what I heard, and I don't know how true it is, maybe you can clarify, but, uh, it's not like, you know, a movie script where you can, you know, do some impro- improvisation. It's like, oh, that really worked good. Like, I heard they're actually strict on having every word memorized on the script. Is that true? Well, they
1: usually, they want everything memorized. But again, some of them, you know, they, there are writers who write as you speak. And there are writers who write as you read.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're,
1: if, you, if one of the writers writes as you speak, the dialogue is easy to learn.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: But if if it's a if it's a writer that writes as you read, then it takes a little bit more because it's more for, it's more on the page, not as somebody performs. And usually the writers that write as you speak it sounds kind of convoluted here, but they also. write For you,
0: right. for that
1: character, they, they know the little extra things you throw in and they start putting them in there for you. So because I'm always saying now, hun. and that's not there but then every once in a while one of the writers will have now hun (laughs) so it's it's kind of that way i think the the writers are incredible in the fact that the um and they change over um and they may go to another soap or they may go on to something else um but they uh They're all wonderful. And they, they have hard schedules too, because, you know, they get a show they've got to write in a week and they, and that's not just for me, they got to write it for every character for that week. Absolutely. So it's, you know, it, again, it's, it's a hard, um, genre for everybody.
0: Right. And a lot of people blame, blame the soaps. Like currently the current storyline they're blaming, you know, the Paulina character because she's like she's an African American character and she's using, you know, she's like there's no black, you know, stores in the square and she's like you're just that white woman type of thing. But that stuff that's going on in the real world, I mean, it's not the first thing that they do controversial in in the history of the soap. Like it,
1: it's it, it's trying to do it, but I think sometimes all the soaps need to listen more to the fans because yes. the fans are what keep you on the air. Absolutely. they're the thing the things that go on and. Um, and when you have people that have been watching for 40 what now it's what 60 something years
0: yeah
1: they are absolutely. please don't just abandon us with stuff that we don't we don't know who these people exactly. are or why they're there and it's, it's too much bs just get to no. me get get to my people get my stories right. going
0: yeah so. absolutely and i completely agree with you 100% like if you, you the, if it wasn't for the fans then there would literally be no days of our lives because who would tune in you know yeah, what I mean? but
1: that's that's as well for an actor. If we don't yeah. have fans or people don't like what we do,
0: yeah.
1: you know, I remember on the show that when before Martha Madison came on, there was another young lady
0: I and remember she is that. getting
1: she is up in makeup and hair and her her. She, they called her down to or up to the office and let her go. And Martha's in a chair, four days, four chairs over, getting made up to take her place. Wow. And, you know, that's she good. and she had just and just had flowers sent to her uh, as a congratulations that's from great. one of her friends. And unfortunately, the 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 phones lit up, the phones lit up for me. And they said, oh, my God, we this woman's wonderful. How great I can I can live through her. She, if she can get that good husband, I can get that good husband. This is so wonderful. And that's bingo. We had a contract. Right. Unfortunately, she aired and the fans went we don't like her. We want her gone. And they did.
0: Yeah. And the thing is it's
1: tough. It's not, you know, you think you're, you think you're doing a good job and then you found out that the fans didn't like you. I listen, God bless the fans and especially the, the daytime fans, because again, that's why shows are on 60 years and 50 years because it's generational and they love to watch their stories.
0: Absolutely. One thing I always said is that even when you get a recast, give them a chance don't throw, don't railroad them because they're not who who was previously playing them i know they're recasting ej de and i i said i don't know who the guy that's replacing him is i i posted this in the, in the one group i'm in and i'm like i don't know who's replacing them but I, I didn't I didn't know Marcy Miller when she was replacing Kate Manzie as Abigail. I didn't know you know Katie McLean when she replaced Miss Melissa Reeves as Jennifer. I gave them a chance and I really enjoy them. The same thing with the Claire character. So give well, that's, them a chance. See, that's
1: what happens because once they air, that's when the phones ring. And yeah. if the phones don't ring, people are happy. Yeah. But if the phones do ring, yeah. that's why if a new character comes on and you li- you like this person. You, as a fan, should call your local yeah. NBC and just say, Tell Days of Our Lives, I love this new casting. It's fabulous.
0: That's right. all you have to do. Absolutely. Or call up
1: and say, What the hell were you thinking?
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, but again, no. as
1: fans, you do have some say. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, again, it, it, God forbid they try to replace hope. Right. Because that's going to be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if they decide, there will be. Yeah. No, I mean,
0: that won't
1: be acceptable. And there'll be right. the, the will be it to the actress. So.
0: Right. It would be nice to have hope on the canvas, yes, but Kirsten Alfonso. Kristen Alfonso she's the one I mean for me I, she's been there how many years you know what I mean like it's going to be hard to get used to her I mean it was hard to get used to Katie McLean as as Jennifer as well because of Missy Reeves but yeah. I mean it, it was it, she did a good job but it, it was hard to get used to it because you're used to Missy Reeves for all these yeah, years Yeah, because you're she's because
1: she's family she's been coming right. into your house for years and Absolutely. and suddenly it's a loss. And it's hard to accept that a new person. Absolutely,
0: And I mean, I I mean, I I would hope Kristen Alfonso comes back at some point, but she, I don't think she's going to, she said that she, she doesn't want to. And I mean, that's the way it is at times, you know, sometimes they, they've been there for what, 30 years or whatever, and they want to move on. They want to move on with the career.
1: Well, and look at what she moved on. She did the Hallmark thing with Allie, and then she's now doing this three movies thing that was just, you know, great and gave her, um she wasn't the sweet hope suddenly she was a vicious bitch <laughs> so, right.
0: you know exactly. it's kind of
1: like you know what great opportunity to show her acting chops in a Absolutely. different genre yeah
0: it's great yeah she she did ama- i didn't see the see it of course but i heard she did amazing and i have uh dvr'd and i want to definitely look at that maybe that'll be a uh you know a tonight thing while i'm because uh, there's no rest no professional wrestling on tonight so maybe i'll, I'll watch it <laughs> <laughs> that'll be my thing i'll, I'll i'm gonna i'm uh i don't for those that are listening to this uh when this airs so that we'll be airing right after the interview i want to let everybody know that uh if you're on my facebook don't uh do, uh skip past this part but i'm making lobster ravioli today <laughs> so maybe lobster ravioli and some vicious hope will be will be my night
1: <laughs> oh lordy that'll,
0: that'll be exciting that'll um, be
1: nice uh, yes a absolutely. Of, a little bit of christian and whoa ravioli
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so next question is uh which storyline um that you were involved in on uh days was your favorite to film i have to
1: say the first uh, the first things coming in were great but you know
0: um filming uh
1: with nurse Allie and making her go nuts and um uh going after the chief of staff position and all that was fun and our trip to vegas you know leaping into trash cans and getting locked up in jail and it, that was a fun experience. It was a lot of fun. So, That's awesome.
0: yeah. were you ever on on location at all, or were you always on set and cast?
1: No, we did everything. The The incredible set builders built the jail for us, nice. built this long window we had to jump out of, and uh, <laughs> dragged in a garbage can and threw us in that. And so, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was really
0: cool, actually. Was it really garbage in that, or was it just like peepers? And there
1: was that? garbage, but there wasn't food garbage. So, okay. <laughs>
0: that's a good thing at least yeah
1: yeah no garbage garbage
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh what was the best part about working on days of our lives and what was the worst
1: oh gosh well the best part is just uh you know have having Nadia to be my daughter and, right. um, in her family. And I know all of her family and stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't s- talk as much as I talk with her mother in Sweden. Right. Um, so making those relationships, my relationship with Kevin is still ongoing and strong. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, and I know you're busy, but try, try to see, uh, Riley's, um, Oh gosh, I start crying cause the show is so good. <laughs> Riley's, um, I can't, what the hell now I can't think of the name of it cause my brain went wet, but it's, um, It's about um, it's a spinoff of After Forever. It's like a next episode. And it's the 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 kid in it, Finn. Um, He his project is to um, interview the people that loved the gentleman that passed away. Nice. Incredible. Incredible. And I think it touched everybody so much because Michael Slade died before Mm -hmm. he got to see it. It was just in its final cut and they were ready to do it. And he passed over. so it, I just, it, Kevin's done some wonderful things with this and I uh, I can't speak highly enough of it.
0: That's awesome. And uh, I know uh, we exchanged, you know, information and in that if you can reach out to Kevin on my behalf, I know I'm talking to one of my friends, Hayden. She's also a Days of Our Lives fan, by the way. Um, she's uh, talking uh, with him about some stuff. Um, I can't really get into details, um, but uh, I know that uh, she, she was going to mention to it, but I know, you know, they're busy doing what they have to do. So even if you could put a word into Kevin to talk, well, you know,
1: honey just put your own word in (laughs) i'll give you his email
0: sounds good sounds good okay i'll edit this part out (laughs) oh
1: i'm so sorry i forgot we would hi everybody ditzy 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 i'll give it to you when we're (laughs) over I i won't do any more of that till we get where we're going Okay, yeah, we'll do it because after. you don't want me to put that on air Kevin no nope, no, nope, no nope. thank you hon. thank
0: you <laughs> uh, like, y- 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 coming from
1: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. We, thank you for saving me absolutely.
0: anyway yeah I was I was thinking wait we are recording I was like I, she she can't get that he's gonna get all these un, unwanted emails we can do it after the interview
1: who did this this? and then there's my shining face somewhere patricka darbo said this is your email oh god anyway (laughs) Uh, what was my worst experience is what you're asking me next um you know i can't really think of i think the the worst experience is when you suddenly say this is your last episode we're not picking you up anymore and you realize that you're done working at this place but then i got to come back again a couple three more times So. because I did the baby story with um, With Ari and Nadia. um, And uh, so that's, I guess, always the hard time for an actor is when it's your gig is over. It's kind of hard to say goodbye to everybody. And uh, but in this case, I didn't have to quite say goodbye because I got to come back. So
0: well, speaking of that, that was my next question. Do you now that Chloe is currently in Salem? Is there a possibility that we could see a visit from Nancy Wesley?
1: You know, I can't if, if they ask me and I'm available, I would definitely go. Um, but at this point, I think they've got so much on their plate and, yes. you know, they they write their Bibles and story stuff way ahead. So who yes. knows something could happen? Uh, who knows? Right. Um, but I, I had a great time. I would certainly go back as any actor would say, I would definitely go back. Awesome. There's only a couple people I won't work
0: for anymore, <laughs> but uh, that's not one of them. So. Awesome. And so I'm taking that they never contacted you on returning or anything. Well, yeah, they have my
1: number, my agents and everything. Cause that I've still with the same agent. They know how to get me if they want me. And I would definitely go back as I know Kevin would. So. Right. Absolutely. Um, and I- though, though, though we are both working actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, sometimes you got to be booked ahead a little bit, you know?
0: Absolutely. And I do know that, uh, that I speak for myself and I'm sure I speak for a lot of the fans out there that we do, (laughs) that we, (laughs) you, you have me laughing so hard right now. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Klutz. Well, I do speak on behalf of myself and the fans (laughs) that uh, we do. We definitely would love a visit from Nancy Wesley. We do miss our, we do miss uh, Chloe's, uh, you know, scheming mother, you know, figure.
1: She's, that's right. She's a manipulator schemer. She's taking care of her family, hers, and that, what, your problem. (laughs) It's your problem.
0: If you don't like it. Absolutely. So before I get into this last question of the day segment of it, um, I want, I thought of a new question. Um, And this is more of a joke question, but it is a question that I, that is pretty funny. Um, So how, how long do you have Parker? Because, because every time Chloe mentions where Parker is, he's with the mom.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's so proper time. I, You know, remember one day can you know six weeks can be one day. Uh, yeah. As the script can be just you know it's still one the same day. And whenever you see persons in the same outfit, that means it's still the same day. <laughs> so, um, in reality, I maybe have only had him a week.
0: So, <laughs> good point. Uh, I do I do find that pretty that, that hilarious though, so, but of course you know you can only have in the acting industry you know children on set a certain amount of times. So, you know there's all these like you know child laws and everything like that with acting.
1: Well, Parker's not a little kid anymore. Parker that is true. Parker is like, <laughs> um, he's like a big working actor. Um, and I think he's off doing some films right this moment. Really, really? But I think he they t- his dad told me he's now like five five or five. Oh, wow. I think he's a little taller than me now. And, That's uh, so. He's growing up. So, awesome. and he had a wonderful stint. You saw Parker on uh, The Good Doctor. Um, oh, was, yes. He, he did a wonderful spot there. So, okay.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I, I can't believe he's grown up like that because they, they, the way they play it, it seems like he's still four or five years old. But then if they bring him on canvas, he'll be like no. 30.
1: <laughs> Nancy has gray hair from a daughter who's like, Teenager, and then it's up and coming. Teenager.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So, the last question I got for you is and it seems like you do, but I'm not sure for uh, like 100% sure. But do you still currently watch days? No, you don't <laughs> because
1: I don't have time. My days are right. my days have been blessed doing podcasts. Um, right. I um also am working on other projects, so it, it's um. Right. You know, I can tune in every once in a while to see what's going on, but I have a feed that comes on my phone to tell me what's going on on days of our lives or what's right. going on in Bold and Beautiful or what's going on in the Young and the Restless, what's going on in General Hospital. So you, I kind of keep up that way. Um, but if, if I'm going to sit down and watch television generally in the evening, I don't get time to do stuff as much in the yes.
0: Makes sense. And it's funny because like your your publicist, you know, when I reached out and believe it was to your agent and then they, uh, I think, forwarded me over to your publicist if I'm not mistaken, and uh, he is amazing. Like he really is, really a sweet guy. He's, he's got me uh, so. He's many incredible,
1: interviews. and he has such a wonderful roster. So, yes. um, and I'm very grateful that he put yes. us together, and that um, you got to do. Um, uh, what, what's her face? Suddenly, hello, Lizzie Small, face? Naomi.
0: Oh, Naomi, yes, but
1: but Naomi, and uh, Miss Small. She's yes. again.
0: Absolutely. I have uh, Lizzie coming on tomorrow and I have uh, Naomi uh, next Tuesday, which is going to be fun. And well, he please will say also, hello
1: to both of them for me. I please.
0: absolutely will. And we, uh, And he also uh, said um, oh, he's going to help me get Michael Campion from Fuller House in May.
1: Oh, what a, he's such another good kid, a wonderful yeah. kid great actor. So yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah.
0: Yes. So I'm really excited about that. And it's funny because he messaged me. He's like, he's like, you're a horror podcast. Why do you want to interview Patrika about a soap (laughs) opera?
1: I'm kind (laughs) of confused. He he doesn't often. he came with me to the 10th anniversary of the first hatchet.
0: Yes.
1: And five minutes into the film with all the blood and guts being (laughs) flashed around and they got it and went, I have to go home. I can't, I have to leave. I had to go home. Bye. I'll talk to you (laughs) He couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. Me, I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. My husband's right. going, "Whoop, more blood!" <laughs> so
0: it's funny because I, I he said, "Why didn't you interview her about Hatchet?" She was in that, and that's a horror movie. I'm like, "Well, I forgot she was in Hatchet. I've seen it like once or twice." So, I, and then I'm like, "That's right. She wasn't Hatchet. She's the, I, uh, the, she the lady what, that got her what, mouth torn apart." Yes, that's.
1: I got Liz. What's the what's the um, horror magazine Fangoria? Fangoria? Fangoria gave me a best kill ever so uh yeah I,
0: that's, I was like i forgot that was on uh, that was uh patrica i was gonna say nancy that was patrica in that i was like that is i forgot all about that so i'm like you know what how about i split it up do days of our lives and hatchet and this might be this is the second time i'm doing this type of uh podcast where i'm doing about two different shows in one interview the other one was with days of our lives alumni stacy greason who was in friday the 13th part seven and on days as isabella black yeah, Uh yep, so, and I I interviewed a couple of these people. I had Michael Manning and Michael Tay, they they were recently in, and then I had um, also Christopher Sean, John's uh, illegitimate son, so.
1: And I'm trying to think of the actor's name that, Yoon, not Yoon. He's on, he's on, I think he's on, um, he's on General Hospital, I think. He was also one of the leads in the um, Days of Our Lives, I mean, in uh, Hatchet. Okay,
0: um, so, I, have to look anyway. at the, I have to look at the roster after this though, but definitely, uh, cause I seen Hatch like once or twice and I really would like to, I I'd love like horror moves obviously. And yeah. I would love to, uh, get it, uh, see that again to refresh my memory. And I think there's like three of them in the, in the series too. If I'm not mistaken. Well,
1: You know, Kane Hodder is yes. Big yeah. name. Yeah. And, um,
0: Yep. He's Jason my experience is,
1: as, it's kind of like doing in the line of fire when John Malkovich kills me. They were both so wonderful about protecting and making sure they mm-hmm. didn't hurt me
0: Absolutely. when John
1: was killing me. And when uh, Kane was um, doing this, I mean, you right, know, yeah. no way could we get around the fact that it's the middle of the night and it's raining and cold and scrap and he's got to t- stick these dirty hands in my mouth. But right. I went, there's not much I can do about this. Right. So I just, you know, and he he had to lift me up to do this kind of stuff. And, um, we got through it and got, and I, again, uh, we got best kill. It was That's
0: <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. So for those that are watching this, that are days of our lives fans, if you want to stay listening, please do. So, um, if not, you can either turn it off or go to the end where we'll be promoting some, uh, of Patrika's uh, upcoming projects and, you know, promoting her social media and all that. But, uh, until we get to that part where this is part of the segment, we'll get right into hatchet. So this is for the horror fans. So, first question is how did you, how was your audition for Hatchet? Uh, well, you know, it was kind of one
1: of those things where I wasn't sure what the hell I was doing, and I'm not a big horror fan because I, again, you spend twenty dollars to go to the movies, you get your popcorn, and then I end up throwing half the bag on the floor screaming. So <laughs> I, I'm not a good. I'm like ah. So but it was good. The guys were there. I went in I did my thing from the script I had. um, And then they asked me to do the part, which is great. And even though we we filmed all of our parts in a swamp out in Santa Clarita uh, and it was so cold, oh, my God. We had on layers, but what they didn't think about with the layers is when they scorch you with water. Now you can't dry out. You've got all this wet stuff all over you, and it's cold, and you're swamping through stuff, and the bugs, and the. But anything for showbiz. Right. <laughs> so, but we, you know, I. It's like. They were trying to keep us warm, but there was no way to keep us warm because we had layers on, but then all of a sudden that they got wet and every layer was wet to our, which also made it hard moving through stuff. But um, listen, great cast, wonderful thing. Adam was a wonderful director and it was a great experience.
0: That's great. And uh, on a side note, um, I know I interviewed uh, Terry Kaiser from Weekend at Bernie's. He was in Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. I interviewed him a couple years ago and uh, he was in with, Ke- with Kevin on uh, Friday the 13th Part 7. And he told me the story about when they were filming, they were filming in a swamp and uh, they actually had on set crocodile and rattlesnake wranglers because every single place they were filmed, there was a ton of crocodiles and a ton of rattlesnakes.
1: I was in a man-made swamp with man-made water squirting on me uh, mm-mm, no. No, 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 no I no. can
0: only imagine he said that he said while you're filming behind the camera there would be a rattlesnake wrangler um and uh and a crocodile wrangler all with these guns pointing and spot and there's a spotlight looking for anything and there was the one girl that had a do, actually skinny dip in the in the lake and uh in the lake he said that they had a a, a, ra- a crocodile wrangler there and a rattlesnake wrangler because the the lake was swarming with both both of them and uh she had and she was such a champ like she just like let's get it over with and she literally had a skinny let's
1: face. do it let's do it now and get it yeah. out yeah absolutely yeah. if i'm going in there especially if i'm going in naked i won't <laughs> i want something wrangled though <laughs> <laughs>
0: absolutely so i can i i mean that the scene did come out really good like you could tell that it was done really well and obviously they were all safe and i interviewed her about it as well she was one of my guests on my show and i talked to her about it she's like she said that uh she they offered uh get a stunt double for her um if she wanted um but if they did, she would, that would, she would have to be the only one because there wasn't enough money really in the budget. Because, you know, a low budget indie horror type movie. So, but she said, no, let's just do it. Get it out of the way. I don't want to postpone it any t- couple days or whatever. Let's just do it. Get it over with.
1: Well, for me, it's kind of like, those are the kind of things when you say, listen, I, you don't need to hire a stunt double. You don't have to do that. But on my contract, I'd like some points on the back end.
0: Exactly. Because this
1: Because this is going to be a winner and I'd like to get the extra money that you are yeah. saving now back there, so
0: absolutely, so absolutely.
1: And listen, it's already a, it's a no until you ask. If I'm talking to any performers out there, yeah. it doesn't hurt to ask.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, because the worst they could say is no. That's you know what it. I mean? It's
1: already a no until you ask. So exactly,
0: absolutely. So you might that's
1: anything different. in life. That's anything in life, Scott.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. Like even with me conducting these interviews, I if I didn't ask to get you on my show then I would have never had you on my show. But because I asked your publicist, I was able to have you on my show. I and mean, it's my never... pleasure
1: to be here. And
0: I'm so honored. I'm, I'm still ecstatic, ecstatic about this. Um, so speaking of your death scene, so how was it filmed and prep? Like walk us through the process of getting all the makeup done for the scene and everything.
1: Well, it's, I had to have my head, you know, I had to go sit with my head in plastic and, you know, shoving little straws up your nose and, and waiting for all that. And um, yeah. I'm sure somewhere on the camera that I dropped on the floor that I don't know where it is right now. I've got a picture because Adam <laughs> kept the the head. Like this. Nice. <laughs> but it was just, we were filming and we're walking up there to do stuff. So all you basically see is him grab me from behind right. with me <laughs> screaming. And then they kind of cut and that's when they insert head going like
0: this right. when i first seen that kill and and i i knew it was you immediately i just forgot i just couldn't like it was like i couldn't believe you were in that like i i just totally skipped my mind but i remember seeing that scene and i'm like holy shit like what? A, what a kill!
1: And that is, and that is too, just like the young lady that swam in the water. Yep. I, I didn't care how many times we had to do it, and how many times Kane had to put his fingers in my mouth to yep. do it. But I wanted it to be the best, and it turned out to be the best. Adam was wonderful that with that. So yep. was Kane, and you know, and um, uh, Richard Riley, who I was working with, has played Mister, mm-hmm. my husband. Right, um, he gets killed that first, and then. You know, then I get caught from behind trying to get away, and yep. uh, but Richard and I have done two Santa Claus movies together. Oh, nice! With uh, and the the Puppy Star Christmas and um, In Search of Santa Claus so uh for the same company so we've we've played we've done three films together so he's really really a consummate actor too so
0: that's really cool that's awesome um next question um in your personal opinion what was the biggest difference or shift in your acting that you had to do from being in a soap opera like days of our lives and being in a horror film like hatchet
1: Well, as a performer, you know, you read the script and that then you become that character. That's who you want. So, and we've all been through training and stuff to teach us how to relax in, find the things we want to share about this character. Who is she, where is she coming from? How long have they been married? Why are they on this trip? And, you know, it's just a fun, you know, probably an anniversary trip. I mean, those are the kind of things you just have to do. Um, And a lot of times the director will tell you I want her more soft here, less soft. You know this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, as a as a as a trained actor, I I draw on certain things there. I also do a, some method. I think all of us are in a in a as performers draw on different techniques that we've had, learned right. um, that work for us in whatever genre we're in.
0: Absolutely. You know. Yeah, and we, we spoke for a while, like 15 minutes before we actually started recording, and uh, I was telling you about my movie and everything like that, and I know personally, by I wrote the movie, I was a producer on it, I starred in it, and it's not easy being an actor. A lot of people think, oh, it's so easy to be an actor, it's so easy to be a writer. It really isn't as easy as it sounds. It you know, is a it's, talent. It's, it's
1: kind of like if you said to me, start crying right now. Right. Okay. Right. What, what do I need to do? I'll go to that dark place and start sobbing. It, mm-hmm. You know, you find those things. What gives you joy? Yeah. You know that brings it to it's those fun kids finding mm-hmm. all of those things and how to. It's the most important thing I can say to any actor is be real, tell the yeah. story, and be real. Yep. Let it come from your soul.
0: Yeah. And that Absolutely. it'll always work for you. Absolutely. One, uh, I I remember uh, when I was working for um, a small streaming like tv streaming type of company in our small town of ashland in pennsylvania um i one uh, thing of advice he gave me that i took away from it that really helped me be unique and not who i am because you're obviously not playing yourself you're playing a character one thing i took away from it was um is that you're going to feel weird in certain scenes because it's produced he Said it's going to be produced, so you get you, you, whoever you're playing, you get in that role. You think, I'm not Scotty McCoy, I am you know, so and so.
1: Well, that's the whole that mean It, it's, yeah. it is called acting, you're acting as yeah. another part, you're acting, but we all find things that are us yeah. to bring to that. Yeah. You know, um, listen, Nancy was a scheme in such, such and such. Well, I'm not that way, but if I have to protect my husband or my friends, yeah. look out, yeah. look out. So those kind of things I drew from to bring to Nancy Um, trying to take care of my husband and being upset. You know, Mm -hmm. I put myself in a place, here's this woman that's on a vacation. The boat goes, there's crocodiles around there's snakes. Mm -hmm. There's crazy person howling in the bushes. You know, I I, life that's not there. So I had to find things and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, What would, you know, but mostly it was Mm -hmm. like self-preservation and my husband's preservation sticking together. And, um, No,
0: absolutely. I know. uh, I, um, I actually asked my dad permission for this before I started doing it. But uh, when I act and if I'm in like a sad scene where I have to cry, I ask my dad if I can use his initial diagnosis of being, you know, diagnosed with brain cancer. And every time I have to cry, I think to that moment. Because that always, I remember when that, when I first got told, um, we, like it was a shock. And I remember I, like, the whole hospital probably heard me scream. And it was, it was horrifying because um, me and my dad are really close, as are me and my mom. And I mean, they've been married for over 30 years. My mom never left my dad's bedside. And I, there's, I mean, a, there's, I think, finding that, mm-hmm. that point,
1: that that your dark place, I call it. Right. Um, A a lot of times when I first started working with Nadia, she was like 18 years old and Mm -hmm. she had lost her father that they didn't even know he had cancer because he didn't want he asked their mother not to tell them. Right. So um, I just said to honey, find that place, find that feeling when you realize your dad was going to and that she could just she pulled that up out of her training and she was, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. and I gave see, her a little a something
1: director. extra to work with. I think for you probably the most devastating part of that was the fact he only has to live.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's
1: not the it's not like when you say to someone you have cancer we're going to have to take you in and operate on you. Mm-hmm. It's when but he may not make it. Yeah. That's absolutely. that's when that comes up and you yep. start <laughs> Got you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean uh, even like just seeing how he is now, like, you know, he had the stroke. So like he, he he has to use a walker and a cane and he literally just fell and broke his hip because it's hard for him to get around. And like his, uh, it, like his whole left side is paralyzed. So he, he has no feeling in his left side because he had the stroke on his right side of his brain. And like, it, it, like it's the fact that he has to live with this the rest of his life now, like even like in the cancer. Like, but he
1: has a rest of his life.
0: He has so the rest of his
1: find life. joy in that. Find right. joy in that. Find joy in that.
0: So there's a bonus in both of it, the joy part and the sad part. Yes. That's where you find
1: the joy. Always find the joy. Absolutely. I thank you for that.
0: (laughs) So next question I got for you. Um, Same thing as the days of our lives. Um, This one was one of them I kind of brought over. What was the best part about filming Hatchet and what was the worst? The best part was riding in the
1: bus and the warmth and the kind of, (laughs) the worst part was getting cold and wet because the temperature was in the low sixties, you know, it it was, (laughs) Yeah. It was cold. And then the water was cold, though. They kept saying, we're going to put warm rain. Well, hell, that's not warm. That's cold, especially when you're already soaked to the bone. Yeah. So that was the worst part. But I do it all over again because I had fun.
0: That's great. And and it's funny because like every horror actor I, I uh, interview, they always say that they have so much fun filming horror movies like it's just so much fun and just dying alone like i i think i die better than i i've been told i die better than i sometimes give dialogue (laughs) which uh, i guess is a good compliment
1: Let me think hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's, it's just fun. I, I mean, it could be kind of weird, but it's fun. Like being an adult and pretend die. You know what I mean? Well,
1: you're you're working your first year in a working actor with a great bunch of people and uh, you trust the director.
0: Yeah. And
1: um, so you're up for anything. You'll do anything. Um, uh, you, you may come off going, can I have a coat? Something It's warm. Where's the heater? Right. That that kind of stuff. Um, and again, when they're low budget features, the, a lot of the amenities for a multi, you know, million dollar film uh, there, we don't have those,
0: you know. Right. So. Absolutely. And especially like a lot of the films, especially from the 70s, 80s and all that, they were low budget films. Now Hatchet was released, what year was it? 2000 and was it 15 or 2005, something like that. I it might, it might be off somewhere there. You no, know, uh, I
1: don't, I, I truthfully, I'm not going, I don't remember when it was.
0: <laughs> i think it was 2000 was it 2015 honey listen
1: when you get to be my age time just kind of goes whoop,
0: what yeah, and you go, for some reason i drew a blank Wait a second that time.
1: was 20 years well day like i said in the line of fire I, I still get recognized for that in the grocery stores or on the street generally by uh men uh yeah. who like go why did you let that man in your house what the hell is wrong with you and what was what the dog tied up what is and i'm like going thank you. That was pretend. I appreciate it, but I'm here, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, it's like, that was 25 years ago. Yeah. So I'm, I'm grateful yeah. that um, it was impactful for the audience and yeah. that it was also the fans of it. I still get uh, lovely things from that too. That's like, awesome. Oh my God, what was it like with Kane Hodder's fingers in your mouth? And, you know, and Oh God, why'd you let John Malkovich in your house? Yeah. Uh, so, right.
0: Absolutely. So at least I know I did a good job. So absolutely. And that is your job. And you do amazing with it, especially like, thank you. Even like, like you being the bitch on days of our lives, like people, if they hate your character, like hate the fact that you're manipulating and scheming, that means you're doing your job. <laughs>
1: Well, it is when I first just I think it was probably two weeks after I aired and I was doing stuff. Mm -hmm. I did an event at the City of Hope here in California and in the park when I was going to the um, the place where we were signing pictures for them. Mm -hmm. uh, Two little old ladies came up and popped me in the arm like this. You leave Carrie and Mike alone. Stop (laughs) it. You need to stop it now. And then they went, can we have your autograph? And I was like you just hit me. And now you want my autograph. Oh. <laughs> he went. We just love you, but you better leave Carrie and Mike alone.
0: <laughs> it's funny. Cause so. I, I see a lot of people in the groups, like talk like that. And I'm like that, that I, mean, I, I find it humorous to an extent, but I find it awesome because these are, these are real fans. Like they, it, it feeds on your emotions.
1: And it, well, and it makes you know that you're doing a good job in Absolutely. the character that you're doing Absolutely. and they don't, they don't hate you they hate her
0: so Absolutely. it's and it's it's really great and that's i think that's the brilliant part of acting but there's also the downside of it and this happened maybe a year two years ago or so but uh camila banas or is that how you pronounce her last name i think banas mm-hmm. um she uh you know plays gabby hernandez and she because her character was such a scheming bitch she was actually getting death threats on twitter and yeah. It, it makes me sad that people are threatening the actress who is just doing her job and acting. what she has been given like, it's, it's crazy, have but stuff.
1: honey, there are crazy people out there. Absolutely. So you know what? There yeah. are fans who are crazy in one way in a yeah. joyful uh, we love you way. And then there yeah. are fan, fans that can't separate reality and mm-hmm. the soap they're watching, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, listen, honey, I had death threats on step-by-step. Oh, my God. A kids show all the some guys wrote and said he was coming down to kill all the women. Oh my God. We crazy. had to have guards. We had to have wristbands and everybody had to have a wristband. If you didn't have a wristband, what the hell were you doing there? And some guy would come and whisk you away and wow. um, to protect us. So there are crazy people out there. there really Just be are. aware all the time and move away move yep. away.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> don't
1: crazy. engage, move on, move Absolutely.
0: on. And that's the worst thing to do is actually engage in their threats because doing that is going to provoke. It them fuels more. the
1: fire. They know they've gotten you. They know they've gotten to you. If you don't address it or do something, they have no idea if you're seeing it. Absolutely. So until the news comes up and says so-and-so has been threatened yeah. Well, that gives that person fuel now because he's yeah. he's now in the limelight. So just
0: ignore creepy people. Absolutely. And I mean, for the most part, we have like the days, you know, fans are they're great. And even the horror fans, they're amazing. Like they're all their own community, their own uh, their own family. Well,
1: it is. And it's it's a genre they love the mm-hmm. um, again. It's not my favorite because I, you know, lose mm-hmm. my popcorn and I have to sit there with my eyes closed through the whole thing.
0: All right. What's, what's happening? Popcorn. What's
1: happening? And then you're peeking through like, ah,
0: like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the way I watch for it. Sure. So yep, you're, <laughs> you're, reading the script, I was like, what? We're in the swamp? <laughs> what's happening?
0: <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're you're but, uh, wearing uh, your popcorn. You know, you're decorating your, your clothes. <laughs> <that you're> <laughs> it's like crazy time.
1: Crazy time.
0: Absolutely. But the things I, for me personally, I'm I'm the type when I get, jump and get scared. My partner always laughs at me. He's like, why do you jumping for like, what do you, I would never pay $20 to go see this. Why are you paying $20 to go see this? Like, uh, and you're dragging me along. I'm like, I'm paying. He's like, yeah. Cause I would never pay you <laughs> like, what? you know what, honey, like, if, adrenaline. He if,
1: if, if he doesn't want to go, don't make him, you know, no. just tell him to pick you up later and buy you a nice dinner. He's going to
0: love seeing this interview. <laughs>
1: I did stay the hell home if he doesn't want to eat
0: that <laughs> yeah especially like because I, I really want to see Halloween Kills when it comes into theaters and I'm I'm telling him I'm like you're definitely going to see Halloween Kills with me we got to go it's date night we haven't gone on a date in over a year we're going to see Halloween Kills he's like um, have fun by yourself I was
1: like no, I, well that's me with my husband going no I'm not going to see that I don't want to no I'm not yeah. going I'm not going not going to do your that way? yeah I'm, I'm not
0: what You get your way. Yes. (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing. He, one thing that he has to remember, happy wife, happy life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, also too, you don't always have to be a couple up front. You always have to remember that you, that you you have your times Mm -hmm. together that are wonderful and both of you have separate lives. And if uh, my my husband is, if he says he doesn't want to go, I don't pressure him. I get another date. Come on, let's go another boyfriend or another girlfriend and off we go. And if he doesn't want to go, he can invite whoever he wants to and go. Um, right. It's
0: Absolutely.
1: just don't be a couple up front. You don't have to be just in yeah. love your times together and love each other and trust each other to Absolutely. that. Nothing else matters. And then you stay home and I'll have dinner when I get home. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So uh, is this the last question? No, it isn't actually. Um, next question I got for you is, um, uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. What motivation did you use to perform and pull off your small chase scene up to your death and hatchet? Was it hard to pull off? And can you elaborate?
1: N- honey, no, it wasn't hard to be because I put myself in her place. Right. And a, when this big, huge thing, deformed creature comes running out at you has just chopped your husband. And there is no, nothing going to keep me there. I'm out of there. I'm out of there. There's no, I didn't have to draw on anything. He's scary. Oh my God. What he's right. done to my husband. It's me time. Ah, out of here. Start yeah. getting away. So right one
0: so. one thing I heard about Kane Hodder especially from the Friday films I didn't hear it, I didn't interview anybody else from Hatchet so I don't know how he was there but when he was in character he always stayed away from the actors so he can come off more menacing Yeah I mean right. he, he
1: did and he uh, so when he comes out of that house
0: mm-hmm.
1: you yeah. you, so you like you're, he, and he, you're in your mo- your character's yeah. mood and stuff and you've been freezing all night you're going mm-hmm. there and this creature comes out at you and with a hatchet and scraps your husband and mm-hmm. then you know, and then grab it. So there was nothing when I get pulled back by like this. So yeah, you become, it's it's again, part of the tools you use as an actor. And and then the director tells you where he wants you to run, what you have to do. So you've got to be thinking, this is where I've got to go. This is, I'm in the lens. <clears throat> Those kind of things. So, yeah. Right.
0: And the death was, it was, it was really, it was done really smooth and well. Like it, it, it you just started running and then he just come, he catches up to you and just rips your yeah, head apart. Yeah. Like it was just, it was done so well. It was, it was really well thought out.
1: And again, C- came being the consummate professional there, mm-hmm. he made sure that I, w- I wasn't going to get hurt because he, he's a strong guy. So when he pulls me back and lifts me up and starts ripping my head, mm-hmm um though he doesn't do it he has to right. remember to stop at point right. he has to stop right. so you know so again. and that's the thing
0: like your job as an actress um is to you know memorize your lines you know get into the character and all that whereas his job he's not more he's not really an actor he is what is called a stunt man so his job is to know when to do the stunt and not hurt the actor that's his, that's his job. And he, he, he's really a good actor,
1: but mine too, is to make sure that I'm where I need to be and that yep. I give him everything
0: that, that he he's needs. giving
1: back to me. I mean, Absolutely. it's a, it's a, when, in those kind of scenes, it's a, a mutual kind of thing. Both actors have to be prepared to do what they need to do to make it real for the audience. And that's yep. what any actor wants to do is make it real yes. for the fans, the audience watching that's important.
0: Right. Because who's got nobody's,
1: <laughs> oh. I'm so tired like sinus is like a what the hell. Another anyway.
0: problem. So uh yeah and the thing about um like uh like you don't want to go to see a movie, and you don't want to see a you know a scene where obviously like you, you do your part, he does his part, you work together to do it. You don't want to go to a movie where the death is just going to look so fake and so subpar. Like you want it to look as good as it possibly can, and
1: you want is, it to be real. You want absolutely. you want everybody to go, oh my god,
0: oh my god, oh my god. Right? You know,
1: yeah. They, it's, yeah. It's got to. It's again back to mm-hmm. being real in the performance that you give.
0: Yep. And the thing, uh, is find your- that
1: terror, find that horrible thing now quite frankly I've never been in the woods in the middle of the night with a cold as hell and some creepy person running around so uh, I that's where you kind of draw from your imagination and your all your training from that thing going right. okay I am in this horrible place and oh my god oh my god what's that in honey honey <gasps> ah, ah.
0: You know all those kind of things. So. Absolutely, and yeah. Kane Hodder definitely a professional. Um, I did reach out for an interview. He's so busy that he's unable to get an interview with. Like he's not able to give me one. Which it is I hard. Can see. He's in
1: demand, so it is hard sometimes. So.
0: Absolutely, and I completely understand. No, ill will at all. I mean, maybe someday I'll get him. Who knows? It'll be nice. But uh, la- uh, last question for Hatchet. As an indie filmmaker, obviously, we spoke about that a little bit. I love filming and being part of horror films. You as an actor, uh, what do you prefer? You kind of mentioned this, but uh, soap operas or horror films and why?
1: <laughs> well, uh, soap opera, I'm in the studio, I'm warm and toasty. I get to wear diamonds and luxury and people do my hair and my makeup and I look fabulous. And then in a <laughs> horror film, you're on your own, baby. <laughs> so right. we have hair and makeup and stuff like that. It's not always the, the pretty things. Um, right. uh, it's more like now hatchet was a horror film for me uh doing the vagrant that is more of a uh, mind somebody losing their mind kind Mm of is he real or is he not real is the vagrant real or not real who is he is he the person that's doing the things wrong i mean so there's there's a different absolutely mindset on what's going on but Mm -hmm. as a working actor just ask me to do something. And uh, if unless it, I find it morally offensive, um, I, I'm in because I, I'm a working actor. And yeah. um, again, I don't I will not do a fat joke because somebody thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I don't if I think of my fans at home and stuff going, they're not going to think that's funny. So I don't think it's funny either. So right. I'm not doing that. Thank you. I'm leaving. I'll walk out of the audition. And I have. Absolutely. Um, but uh, if, if it's morally something where you find out that there's retribution for that horrible thing that person's doing and yep. it teaches a lesson, then I'm in for that, so, but that's Absolutely. fine with me. But for just a laughing joke, you know, it's uh, uh, all the stereotypical crap from that's going on everywhere right this moment. And we're now trying to find a happy medium, um, though I think we go a little far to one way that we should rethink about it because we've tipped the scales too much, I think. Um, And we need to uh, level off. And I think when we level off, then we say we are all the same. But if you Mm -hmm. go, if you keep swaying back and forth, you're you're putting somebody in a position of they have to be better or why are they better than me? And then that starts the crap all over again. So if once we can get those scales level and we realize that we are all the same.
0: Right. Absolutely. We are. At- we are truly
1: all the same. Right. We just, and, and there are three songs in my life that impact me from this. One is from South Pacific where it sings, children have to be carefully taught.
0: Yeah.
1: And also from uh, the Broadway musical and also was a film Into the Woods
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's Well, children will listen. Okay. But a funny one is from Avenue Q, which is Everybody's a little bit racist. <laughs> so, and it's they're so poignant. All of those songs. So yeah. basically, uh, you treat people the way you want to be treated. Absolutely. Color. Uh,
0: Sexuality. Nationalities. yeah, uh, Sex. Yeah. Who cares? We're all Again, human.
1: you know, We're all we human. all put one leg in a pants and one leg in the other pants. We also right. both drop them to go to the bathroom, and yeah. neither one of us. <laughs> are never going to go to the bathroom, but we're all going to sit down for one of them. I'm telling you right now. So we're the same
0: period, period. And we're all humans. There you go. There we go.
1: No, treat people the way you want to be treated.
0: I never understood why is it so hard for everybody to get along? It just, what's so hard about it? Like, and it's harder for me because I'm, you know, obviously in the LGBTQ community and um, my partner is African-American. And I mean, it's harder for him and it's harder for, you know, for us being in a interrelati- interracial relationship. I just never understood racism. I don't, I mean,
1: I, I, I don't understand it any way it goes right now. And um, I, we have my publicist, Anthony, and I have a friend who was mugged coming out of a store yeah. um, uh, about six to eight weeks ago now, or maybe months, five months ago, it was five months ago. Yeah. And these, these two guys beat her up broke her wrist, broke her leg, bloodied her up pretty bad and just ran off. And because, and it was 9.30 in the morning but there was nobody on the street. And this was on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. Wow. And within about five minutes as she's laying on the sidewalk broken leg, broken wrist and everything up fine people start coming out of the building. are like, oh my God, what happened here? And there were no cameras around to see anything and no people to, you know and it was just a totally Insane. random, racist moment and there's no sense in that
0: there's absolutely and, and, no and sense.
1: i love the fact that when that poor little old um lady got beat up downtown and whacked in her nose that she turned out and beat the hell out of the guy that attacked her and they had to take him off in the ambulance it wow. should never have happened but thank you i just Right back at
0: you <laughs> like, stop with this stop It's just it's crazy like i mean we're all like you said we're all we're all the same person we're all human like you know not the same person but you know what i mean like we're all human like it, treat if you if you don't want to be treated or beaten or attacked or insulted or whatever then why yeah. would you do it to somebody else
1: and I, and again it's like if if you don't like what's going on walk away Absolutely. walk away
0: you have that free will you
1: know, and and yeah. just yeah Because it is free will for both of you, the attacker and the person being attacked. Turn and don't engage. Go away and, you know, or start singing on the top of your lungs so people come out. Never yell help. Always yell fire because people will come to a fire, but they don't. they're like, oh, shit, I don't want to go help anybody. So yell fire. People will
0: come. Absolutely. Good point. Good point. So the last question I got for you is. Any uh, films, projects in the works, social media accounts or websites you'd like to promote to the listening and viewing audience? But
1: You can always get me at um, Darbo Patrika on uh, Instagram okay. and just Patrika Darbo on um, Facebook. Awesome. Uh, you can email me at T-O-T-O-F-A-N-S TotoFans at Yahoo.com. That's where my fans email me when they want. And I try to get back to everybody I can. Um, but if you're ugly, forget it. That's not my email. (laughs) um, Yeah, I've got a couple things that I sounded NDA on I can't talk about. um, I would love to share with you. uh, But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm
0: a working actor. So I'm working. Absolutely. Well, there's a way they can find out about those. And that is checking your IMDb. uh, And once it's released and announced, it'll be right on your IMDb, right? There you go. Absolutely. I thank you, Patrika, for joining me. Um, it's been an honor. I'm so glad that uh, you have decided to join me today. Um, it was my pleasure. I'm honored. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. You have a great rest of your day and you stay safe. You
1: too, hun, Take set uh, and tell your uh, hubby that uh, you, you want you. dinner out. And, and he he could stay at the bar while you go see the movie and just pick you up later. So, Sounds you know. That's good.
0: I there you that. go. Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. Right. Yeah, bye. But-
1: Bye-bye.